yeah. mean, the wedding crash. We had wedding crashers. They they signed it. <laughs> you had legit wedding crashers. <laughs> they were like in their sixties. There were four of them. They didn't Whoa. drink or anything. I think they were at maybe another wedding, but they end up knowing one of the guests because he saw them. Was like, how? What are you doing here? They're like, we're crashing. But they just took pictures in our photo booth, our magic mirror, and then. Um, didn't have anything to drink and then signed our guest book. It was like Pam and Paul or something, but yeah, like with a heart around them, it was like aggressive. But Unbelievable. Uh, it was wh- great. Wedding Crashers, welcome <laughs> into the Get Body Podcast. <laughs> this is your host, Starcross, aka your boy Cher. And as always, I have my incredible, lovely, beautiful. Uh, what was the word you said, Lucia? Luda. Luda. <laughs> Luda! Co-hosts. Um, say hello to Dr. Luke. Hi, everyone. We all know about that rash you have. You should go get it checked out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That, that was a good one. one. That, was a good one. Uh, that was good. And then the jungle cat himself. <laughs> Let him roar. <laughs> David Dutton. Um, and our incredible guest tonight. Um, well, I guess you guys might be listening during the daytime, but so today it's Alicia. Yeah. Yes. This is Alicia Ross. Oh yes. There's the Ross. Woo-hoo! Yeah. It uh, sounds so, you, it's I so like, weird. Alicia it's weird. Scanlon and, and he's like, no, it's Ross. I did. Oh. I got mad at him. I haven't officially changed my name yet because we're going on our honeymoon and I didn't want to like wait on my passport and yeah. figure that out. I was like, I'll just change it after. Brandon's like, mm. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to change it because I, mean, I was the first thing. So when we got engaged, that was the first thing someone was like, E Ross. And I was like, I got to change my name. And Brandon was like, give me that ring back. Like that are like little <laughs> like the night we got engaged. And I was like, I'm just kidding. Like, where, so. where are you guys going on your honeymoon? We're going to St. Lucia. Ooh. Yeah. That's Caribbean, right? Yes. Ooh. Um, For 10 days. 10 days mm-hmm. let's go <laughs> so hopefully incredible. i'll be as tan as you are when i get back <laughs> good I'll luck work on it <laughs> good luck um are you guys going like snorkeling and stuff um i don't know we might we have our actual own snorkel masks that look like um what are those things called smurfs not smurfs snorks snorks you remember like the oh you're too young the cartoon and they had uh, okay. Someone holds like a full face thing. Yeah, so it's yeah. a full face, and then up here it has like the breathing. So you're above water. So you don't, you know, when you get your snorkel mask that you get from whoever, yeah, you gotta tube. like, you gotta like dip it in the water. You gotta put yeah. it in the tube, but you can actually have your full face in here and you're breathing, and you can um, actually dive underwater. You can't like go fifty feet or anything, yeah. but you just don't breathe in. Then you just come up, and it lets the water out. But it's pretty cool. That's so much nicer than the one with the actual tube. Yeah. Because when I was a kid, I don't know why it didn't register to me that like you you suck in air and then you go underwater and you hold your breath. I thought you were still supposed to like breathe how you normally would. Well, just your head is supposed to, when you snorkel, your head just goes underwater. Yeah, as Not a kid, I just I just went full send under the water <laughs> and tried to breathe. Yeah, yeah. 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 So Salt I, water, I, yummy. I saw The Rescue. <laughs> which is on Disney plus it's a national geographic movie Mm -hmm. about the kids from Thailand that got stuck in a cave. Oh, I unbelievable. Like I remember when it happened and yeah, "Yeah, they're stuck in a cave and the whole world's like, Oh, it's a world cup and you know, whatever. But like the stuff, the divers, it was a fascinating story 
and the the guy who does it, Jimmy Chin, does a bunch of other movies. Yeah. If you haven't seen Maru, you should see Maru. Oh, I have not. It's, We've talked about this before. Yeah, the we, audience knows. I, the audience knows. It's kind of like a thing where I'm super fan of it, and everybody who knows me is kind of annoyed by the fact <laughs> that I'm super fan of it. But the divers in Rescue that saved the Thai kids, they were like, yeah, this plan is not going to work. Like, these kids are going to die. Yeah. And they saved these kids. It was, it's, you should watch it. Okay. Audience, put it on your um, Christmas adventure to-do list. Yeah, if you have Disney Plus, it's free. Right there, right up there with Klaus. I actually had someone, um, you know, I'll give them a shout out. The Boslers listened to Klaus, uh, watched Klaus. They said it was incredible. They said it was life changing. Did they use those terms specifically? No, but that's what I interpreted. It oh, okay. they didn't. I could not see Ryan saying that. <laughs> I he said something. I feel that like... had the essence of that. <laughs> so. Um, now we can continue with the podcast. Luigi, <laughs> you made these cookies and they're life changing. I'm sitting here thinking this is my favorite podcast that I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> because of the cookies. Be- but it's only because <laughs> the cookies. These cookies. Yeah. I'm just having the best time of my life. That's your first cookie, right? It's not my first. <laughs> um, so it's life changing. I had no idea you were a skilled baker. Oh. I, I like it. I, Public I service it. announcement number one. Public service announcement number one. It's E-Leisha with an E. There you go. There's no That's A. Right. Except at the end. And mm-hmm. it ends with the Ross. It ends with the Ross. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're an incredibly skilled baker. I would put you up against the likes of Mac, who's also a very skilled baker. Oh. That's a, I mean, Mac's a really, really good baker. Um, what other... But he does, like, other... Things like he does, like cakes and like stuff like that. Oh, he's incredibly talented. Yes. Wait, so I just like I'm a cookie. Mm-hmm. Mackenzie, really yeah. good baker. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That dude's that dude's a beast. Yeah. He's um, yeah, he's surprisingly good baker. I'm not really sure what makes you like. What you walk in the street and you'd be like, oh, that dude's a good baker. Like, what would be a, like the profile of a good baker? Yeah, you can't you can't look at someone and just like understand their cooking or baking skills by just looking at someone you know um you also have incredible shoes on today oh yes my pomegranates they're sweet they're red they're jordans jordan ones they're ones jordan ones um if i wanted to enter into the shoe game is that something that people do like yeah i want to start getting cool shoes yes so this i will can take it back just a little bit a Valentine's Day, I contacted a friend and I was like, hey, I want to get Brandon a pair of Jordans for Valentine's Day. No idea what I'm doing. I buy fours, which I was like, these are sweet. I'm going to get these. They're yeah. 220 bucks. Well, that just like unraveled a whole thing for Brandon of buying lots of shoes. We have a lot of shoes at our house. Um, UPS comes there like a couple times a day. I feel like sometimes. <laughs> but it's more of so you can get in raffles you can get in like he follows stuff on twitter and you can find out where stuff is um at and be able to get it like you can enter off a sneakers app in a draw um terry what is terry's last name Shoal. Yeah. her husband Nick, Nick, right? Okay. He's he's pretty big into it as well. Mm-hmm. Um and so we have talked about but he was at the christmas party last year and he had the ben and jerry's on which are 
basically look like a Ben and Jerry's um, ice cream container. And yeah. th- that was basically on his feet. And we walked in and we were like, oh, my God. And like you instantly see people and you can talk like we just went to Kitchen Social and this guy had a pair of Jordans on Amanyes and Brandon stopped and talked to him for 20 minutes and we don't even know the guy's name and they just talked about shoes the entire time and like it was like it's like a weird like I feel sometimes a cult a little yeah. bit because mm-hmm. everybody's like oh I like these shoes I like these shoes and like you'll see people out and they'll come up to you and they'll ask you like where'd you get your shoes like hey how did you get those those are hard to get like the shoes I wore in my wedding yeah. were really hard to get and I ordered I not ordered I got into a draw on a sneakers app and I got them and I was like, yeah, I got the shoes. And Brandon's like, he's so excited. He's so excited. And <laughs> I said, "Why?" Well, he high fived me and everything. I said, well, I got those in my size. And he gave me the look of like, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Show me, show me. I was like, no, I wanted them. Like they're the most expensive pair of shoe that we own. So he thought they were. He yes. thought I got in the draw for him. I was like, I really wanted them. I really wanted them. And he oh. was like, what? Yeah, when they went off, they were worth twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, and I paid a hundred and I think I paid one hundred and fifteen or one hundred and fifty for them. What a what? deal! Yeah, so like if I sell them, but here's the thing: I wore them, yeah, and so just like I wore these, so the value, like anything else, goes down. So they can tell that you wear them if you go to trade them in or mm-hmm. take them to the store or sell them to somebody online. Mm-hmm. You can tell if somebody wears them because it'll crease the shoe, but you can buy like these shoe um you can buy where you don't crease like little boxes you can put in your toes makes you walk a little funny for a little bit but you can do that i don't i've worn them once but i i wear my shoes brandon doesn't wear most Mm -hmm. of his because they're what's the what's the app called is it unwaste um no so the app that you can find out some releases on besides twitter it's called sneakers audience sneakers you know what to do (laughs) not sponsored not sponsored <laughs> she gets it. I was like, so these shoes, I got these the other day. These are velvet. They're velvet dunks. teal. Yeah. Now I see some and, honeydew shoes on there. Oh, did they go away? They must have went away. Okay. They're green though, so they're I've been wearing them for Christmas. I feel like <clears throat> for the I know quite a few people that are, are into the shoe game, but also like the bourbon game is sort of like this mm. too. It kind of creates like a little cult of like where you can just walk up and talk. Mm-hmm. Not bourbon with anybody, and honestly, CrossFit sort of like that too. Yeah, right. CrossFit like, used to be a lot worse than what it is now. I mean, back like ten years ago, it was it was made fun of pretty heavily because yeah. they people would think it was a cult, but and it got such a bad name because everybody's like, I got hurt doing CrossFit, and I was like, No, you just got hurt because you couldn't swallow your pride and put down that weight, you know. But it but, also was like a like a sport that was still like being developed and mm-hmm. learned and growing yeah right because i i would say now like crossfit has hit a certain a certain point where it's like more legit i would say maybe yeah. is like the right term like things are more mainstream. figured out yeah mainstream yeah. yeah you've been in the fitness game a long time yeah i feel like it <laughs> you, wow that's a really nice way of calling you really old <laughs> It's okay. No, I know I'm not the oldest person that's been on this podcast. I do know that. Yeah, I do know. Hundred and seven year old man. (laughs) Randy's yeah. Randy, Jared's older than I am. Yeah, yeah. That might be it. Your nickname is Youngblood. I like. I call you Youngblood. Megan's like 
She knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, so Young Blood at the gym. Young Blood Ross. Yeah, Young yeah. Blood Ross. Don't get it mixed up. YBR. Um, <laughs> what got you into it? Like, did you, you play sports in high school or did you? Um, so I played sports um, mainly because of my father. Uh, so I started out doing the girly things of dance and gymnastics. I wish I would have stuck with gymnastics. I say that all the time, but um, back then it was, you know, if your parents didn't have the money for you to do 10 different things, you know, and my parents were like, all right, well, you got to choose. And I was like, well, I choose sports. So I played softball my entire life in volleyball. And then I played basketball up until like my freshman year. And then, um, that's it. My brother was always very athletic. He was a soccer player. He was really, he went to college for basketball. So he's like six, five. And I'm only five two. He's nice about that being super tall. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so I played my whole life and I've always been like, I don't know, active. I mean, my parents were always making us to go outside and not really like sit inside. So we always had to go play outside. And my dad was always, would always play um, with us he would always play basketball with us and we always had the like the adjustable rim so like I was dunking on like an eight foot rim I thought it was like so cool <laughs> and but yeah so so people were always at our house playing and like stuff like that playing ball and my dad was always outside with us doing drills and stuff like that so That's just awesome. kind of and you went to high like school it. at Canal Winchester yes I ended up graduating from Canal Winchester yes is that- in 99, the year you were born. <laughs> you know how, like, you guys, like, you know when you guys feel like. I said that out loud. Like- <laughs> I didn't know you were born in 99. I only what? know that because of a song, someone was talking about 1999. He's like, it's a great song. That's when I was born. I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> I was telling Brandon, I was like, he was asking, yeah. and I said, we well, don't know Char, but I said, well, here's one thing you're going to know. He was born the year we graduated high school, and he's like, oh, that's nice. That's good. <laughs> yep. Yep. But so you know how, like, some people, like, feel old, and they're like, oh, I'm bummed out. Sometimes when people are like, yeah, I'm a toddler, basically, I sometimes <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm so young. But I guess that's not really a bad thing. So, it's not a bad thing. I'm sorry. I guess that's not really helpful or doesn't make you feel any better either so yeah we can move on <laughs> i don't feel i don't feel old sometimes you don't act old sometimes when i wake up in the morning i'm like oh that's gonna what's that crack or like you yeah. know i mean my whole body cracks all the way down the stairs and then i'm like oh ready to go like oh gosh. but i feel you like that's normal young. i try i think i tell brandon i said i think we look so young and are young, not so young. I shouldn't say so young, but it's because we don't have any kids to stress us out yet. <laughs> well, and you've been active for so much of your yeah. life. Like that has to play a part. Yeah, of it. yeah. we were. Yeah. You're active all time, so it's like. Yeah, I hate not doing anything. It's it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we should wrap up a little bit more about like your childhood and stuff. Oh, yeah. So, good. and then we can kind of move on a little bit more. So you, did you grow up in Canal your whole life? Uh, I did not. I grew up, I started out going to Groveport, which is, we lived in Columbus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> I, he gave me that, mm-hmm, this little smirk. Um, I grew up there. I actually enjoyed it. I know it wasn't like the greatest schooling, but um, 
I had a lot of good friends. I had um, great teachers and coaches there. And uh, Did you go to the rec? Because I went to the Groveport rec. So you were probably going to the rec center. So that opened up when I was like 20. <laughs> so I would, I would, I would go, I would go there. I did go there and work out. I used yeah. to go there and work out. So Mitch, we go hang at the pool. So Mitch, um, who owns Fit Club, used to run the Groveport Rec Center. So that's how I knew Mitch, the guy who owns that CrossFit, um, was from the Rec Center. I was like, didn't you run the Rec Center? And now he owns a CrossFit gym. I never would have thought but yeah but yes I did go there so I grew up there and then my seventh grade year eighth grade year I moved to Canal Winchester which was way different yeah I had one stoplight I had I went to Groveport where I had 500 kids in my class and I go to Canal Winchester where there's maybe 500 kids in the entire high school so it was very small very small, very clicky. Those people grew up, grew up there their entire life. So, yeah, it was, it was, it wasn't the best time of my life. Yeah. You know, I like wanted to go back to Groveport like so bad. So like, I got to experience girls who were. That sounded. That sounded really bad. <laughs> like being like, like being like mean girls. Like I was. I was the kid who was bullied. Like, if you can imagine that after how aggressive I am, not aggressive, but like honest and stuff I am now, like it, it was really hard. I'm actually pretty good friends with the one girl who used to bully me. And so we're, we're friends and she was actually at my wedding. So, but I'm saying like, I had to go through that. So I couldn't imagine that when I was like if I was now and I was that girl and like with social media and Snapchat, I was like, my life would have been hell. Yeah. But, um, so I went through that. I'm obviously I made it through. Um, I graduated from canal. And then after that, I, I don't know, are we still on my childhood or where do you want me to go? Where did you go? So keep telling the story. So graduate. Oh, so yeah. So after canal, um, so when I was a senior in high school, my father got diagnosed with cancer so, um, which was super, was a very, very hard time, um, in our family's life, but particularly in mine, um, I feel like at this point, my brother isn't home. He's, he's away, he's working. Um, and so it's just my mom and I, and, uh, so he got sick. He passed away when I was 19. I was graduated. He went through remission, which was like, great. And then all of a sudden it came back. So, um, so he had passed and then I was going to Columbus state for a while and just felt like this is, (laughs) this is where, you know, I need to keep going. This is what he would want. I mean, he was that person that kind of didn't gave you a choice, but didn't really give you a choice. There was that like, "Eh, you need to like, this is what you need to do. Like, you know, and, um, so kind of like when I lost that, it was, there was, some times that you go through in your life. And then um, I met a guy and went to Kent State, which was a very, very horrible time. Um, (laughs) But I'm fine now. Obviously, you can edit whatever you want out of this. Um, So I went through listening to some people's podcasts. I went through a really bad time in my life. So it's like I had to learn 
where I have a mom who just started seeing my now stepdad and I had somebody on the other side, the guy that I was dating, basically telling me that my mom didn't like me anymore. She liked this new guy. He didn't want to be, you know, stuff like that. So like I had this whole thing of these, like all these emotions and not knowing what to do with them. And um, so my mom basically was kind of like, you got to learn for yourself. So it was, you know, an eye opening thing that happened and I learned and I would think of anything I would be like somebody asked me the question what would you tell your 20 year old self it'd be listen to your mother <laughs> and I tell her that every day I'm like oh I should have listened to you yeah that and save money um not that I don't save money now but I wish I would have saved money a lot earlier because I think I could be retired right now like I think I could retire yeah but um so I mean there are like a lot of things that um I went through and then but yeah so that takes me up till I'm 21 and I'm home and 22 I get a job bartending and was then on out until I was 39 yeah so that's what I did the majority of my life which was an amazing job it sounds I never I never went back and finished school I always said I would um but I just I got to a point where I was like I don't think this is for me and then I went um and was bartending and I got to travel. I got to make so many friends all across the country. And um, so it was a great, it was a great life. So I've never changed that just for anything. So awesome. there you go. So I walked you through my, I feel like my whole life. Yes, that's awesome. There you go. So if you guys, I was like, you're like, keep going. I'm like, and this happened. I was trying to like keep going, but no, that was great. Um, but you can ask me any questions. Thank you for sharing the hard stuff in your life. Um, I wasn't like trying to make anybody cry. I don't want you guys to cry on my podcast. No, I love you're, crying. You, yeah. You're asking the wrong thing. <laughs> wants to cry. I, I that is a goal of mine in every podcast. Just to cry. Oh, okay. Sometimes I see him poke himself in the eye. Just, <laughs> no, I don't cry. Luke Gosh. turns around, and grabs a bowl of onions. So what? does that? What's it like onions? Oh, Luke's just trying to cry. Luke's just crying. And what I know, we always look. We'll send prep questions, and usually the mm-hmm. joke is, is like the Drew Carey show, where like you never ask them on the regular podcast mm-hmm. you just ask whatever you know you like but i am curious on like if you, the hardest season of your life that's one th- something that we typically do ask is there something that comes to mind where you're like oh this was the hardest or is it is it too hard to name uh, just one so when you say my season do you want to know my particular time in my life correct yeah like what or- sticks out in your life is like man that was one of the hardest times of my life I would say when, when my dad passed away, because it didn't just, um, it didn't just stop. Like when I turned 20, I mean it for like the five or six years. Cause you know, I mean, I went into something that I shouldn't have, because I know if my father was alive, I never would have dated that guy. My dad probably would have kicked his ass. Who knows what he would have done, but like, I never would have went down that path. But that being said, I think if I never went in that direction and was able to get myself out, whether, you know, my mom taught me like, you, this is up to you, like you can do what you want, you know, and you had to figure something out. And then when I finally was like, I don't want to fucking do this anymore. Like, I don't want to be a part of you. 
you know, so I think that whole situation is till I would say till I was like 23. So probably a good four years there. I was, it was pretty rough. Like it was, it was hard. Um, but I yeah. came out of it. I feel like, okay. I feel like I'm a okay human, yeah. <laughs> but I would say that's it. I mean, I think it's just the death part. It's just it, like, you know, I mean, he wasn't, it was just, he was so young. He was 50. I was 19. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's going to be fine. And you think where certain people are going to step up and they don't. And you just are missing. You miss that like element. So my stepdad, who's been a part of my life since I was 21. So he's been a part of my life for 20 years. Um, we danced at the wedding. And so I split the dance between him and my mom. And he's he wasn't there in the beginning, like of my life, but he was there like on the end. So I feel like that's when I grew more and just becoming a good person. Like, I think I'm a good person. Maybe you guys don't, but, um, in the middle of the dance, he gave me a hug and he started crying and told me how much he loved me and then handed me a picture of my dad and I, and he was like, I know he should be here with you but I'm so honored that you chose me to share this with. And I was just like, there's a picture of me and it's so gross. And I'm like, just like mouth open and like crying. And my mom like comes running up and I'm holding this picture. And I was like, you know how pissed Eric's going to be that you guys cut him out of this picture? Cause my brother was like on the other side. And I was just, it, I mean, it was and my stepdad took that upon himself to do she was like that was his idea and like so which was which was great and he's always been a huge fan of mine and like a huge supporter and like you know so he always he never tried to be my dad I mean I made it really known to him at some points when they, he first started dating my mom like you're not my dad like nope 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 you know mm -hmm. but he stuck it out and he loves my mom and he loves me and my brother you know it's just he's he's a good person so, and his name is also Bill and that was my dad's name. So it's really weird. So I was like, mom, at least you can't mess up his name, you know, and they started dating. But, um, shout yeah. out to Bill. Yeah. yeah. Shout out how, to Bill. how great for, I mean, from such a loss to have someone like that come into your life and kind of take on and like not replace, but kind yeah. of take on that role for you. That's, yeah. that's really great. Yeah, looking good. where you are now in life, looking back in that season, what was the thing that you would say you you probably learned the most about? Like about like not just about like yourself, it could be, but just generally from that season, what do you think you learned the most about? I would say I probably learned the most about having to grow up. Um, I feel like I grew up really fast yeah. and I had to learn, okay, like I didn't have another male figure in there. So it was like, kind of like my mom took on the role of everyone. Cause I was still living with her. And, um, I just, I felt like I could have been a little nicer, um, at times. I think that's the time I should have had therapy and not when I was 39. I think I had there started having therapy, but I needed someone to talk to. And I think now, so like when I think about when somebody passes away in someone's life, 
I think it's really important to like send them a text message. Like I'm thinking of you or um, I'm not a big person that say that will say like, I'm praying for you and your family because I don't actually sit down and pray, but I want to let them know that I'm thinking of them. Like I like to take people food. I, you know, cause that's the last thing. And I just remember um, that being that part in my life where it was like, I wasn't eating and I wasn't really taking care of myself. I would say I did not work out in that time frame. Um, I didn't really know. I was just so sad a lot of the times. And then I got with someone who took complete advantage of me and made me even more sad. So I think um, just what I would learn from that or became from that would, it took me a while, but I think it, it's going to sound bad as it's made me a better person. It's, it's made me be able to relate to people, um, better. So that's why I like, I'm always wanting to help people or stick up for people or be like, don't listen to that person or like, you can do this or I'll be here for you or like something, anything. And so, and I think that's just transition through everything. Like when I worked at the bar, I was always taking care of people was not like just with their drinks, but like the girls who work there, they're calling me. I need to give them a ride. Their boyfriend is not being nice to them. They broke up with them. They need a place to stay. And it was like, this is what I did. And so I just feel like I just learned that I would always try to put myself in somebody else's shoes because I know what it feels like to be in situations. It sucks. You'll get through it. I mean, especially if you have a good support system, I think. But hopefully that answered your question. No, it does. Okay. Well, what was your relationship with your brother like? Oh. like? You said you you felt like a little lonely in that time. Like, did you reach out to like your brother? What was that? Yeah. Like? So my brother and I are actually very close. Um, just at that time, he didn't live there. He lived in Canton. Yeah. So reaching him talking to him like we still talked he eventually moved back and then we became closer i mean we always hung out um he's older than you right yeah he's older how much older he is two and a half years older than i am sometimes you know people have to ask because if he's had a couple drinks people were like is he older or you like who's the mature one here just because he (laughs) but um yeah he's older he's a great um older brother he's always been there for me but I'm saying when I was alone it was like because you're with your mom who you don't realize who's mourning the loss of her best friend and her partner they were together for 25 years like that's the that was her person and so I was so selfish where I was thinking this is how I feel why doesn't people care how I feel so I mean reaching out was really hard because you don't really want to you feel like you burden people and it's not like you had social media or like groups or it was like, you could go. My grandma's like, you should go to church. And then I tried that. And then I got hit on like in a parking lot and it scared the crap out of me. And I never went back, (laughs) but it was so weird. He like tapped on my window. I was like, um, he's like, I just want to know if you want to go have lunch. And I was like, no, I have a boyfriend. I don't, but (laughs) It was weird, but I mean, there were other, th- I mean, it's yeah, like you tried. Was bold. <laughs> yeah. He was like, he was like, I've seen you here at mass. And I was like, 
uh, well, I haven't seen you. There's like a hundred people in there. <laughs> like, oh gosh. That's but pretty bold. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my little brother was six, four mm-hmm. and we lived together for multiple years in college at that same house. So like he would, you know, take care of all the light bulbs and like, take out the trash. <laughs> it, was, it was fantastic relationship. <laughs> That's funny. What that would be that would anything? that would be what my brother would do have to do for me is yeah, change my, my light bulb. Six five. Yeah. Yeah, and she's my five brother's two. only six foot. Okay. He's got a girl. Girl. We talk about relationship with you know like different sized yeah. siblings. But we have a good we have a good relationship, my brother and I. I yeah. mean, we still hang out. And the other perk is Brandon's probably the only guy that I've ever dated that my brother actually truly likes. Or that I, I guess I married him, but he, he likes Brandon. Like he talks Brandon more than he talks to me. And it's, I'm like, why is he talking to me? He just ghosted me and he just got off the phone with you. Like <laughs> what the hell? But That's um, good though. yeah, so it's good. We noise. have a good relationship. Noise. <laughs> noise. <laughs> Sorry guys. Inside joke. So- <laughs> <laughs> Stepdad's last name. It's fine. Noise. Noise. Oh, wait, wait that, 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 That's that, really that, annoying. <laughs> hey, shout to noise. That's noise. It's an outside joke. Yeah, yeah, it's an outside knows. joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, the part where you talked about, like, your mom, like, mourning the relationship of, like, her best friend. Like, when you said that, it kind of reminded me of, like, when last episode, um, when Ben was talking about, he was like, yeah, like, my parents asked me something. I mean, I asked my parents something, and they were like, I don't know. And, like... It's like, why don't you know? You're my parents. Like, you need to know everything. Yeah, because I... I, you know, I definitely wouldn't say, like... For me, college was really hard. It was really hard. Um, not, to, not, like, your experience at all, but there's lots of college where I felt really, really lonely. And I... I was, I I felt a lot of bitterness towards my parents because mm. I felt like they were just like kicked me to the curb. They're like, Hey kid, you're going to figure this out, you know? Um, but, I, but I think a lot of them too was figuring out their life yeah. because now I had moved out. Right. And now they don't they got to get a hobby. Yeah. And they were kind of figuring out life a little bit together and they just thought like, you know, me being alone by myself, figuring this thing out, is going to be what's best for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the moment of college experience, I absolutely hated that because I felt alone. I'm like, why aren't you there for me? I look back now and it was an incredible experience because I, I, I felt like the person I am now is incredibly shaped by college and me figuring stuff out, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm thankful now. The moment I was like, this absolutely sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I think you did kind of hit on something though that I've actually been thinking about recently. And that's like when, when my mom got sick, my, um, like she wasn't able to care for us. I mean, we're all like, I was nine and all my siblings were younger. Yeah. So like, <clears throat> um, no, like my dad was trying to, to do double duty as a parent because she wasn't able to do a lot of the things that she would want to do as a, as a parent um and so for in a lot of ways like emotionally I felt like and my siblings I think would agree that we felt kind of like uh emotionally 
uh, I don't want to say abandoned, that's probably a strong word, but like neglected maybe to some degree. And uh, looking back on that um, and thinking about that, I think it's, I don't think it's selfish to want to have that type of input and relationship in your life, mm-hmm. especially when you lose someone like that. Yeah. Um, and, and that's just something I've been, I've been wrestling with, but wrestling with a little bit recently, but I, I, uh, I, I certainly, I mean, I understand it too, uh, in some capacity where, you know, you don't want to be a burden on people. And yeah. so like, you don't say anything. And then, you know, 20 years later, like you said, you realize, oh, wow, I'm like, there's a lot of stuff here that I have, yeah. you know, worked That's through. why it's like, you should just ask, like, especially, I don't know, there are a couple of people at our gym, they've lost people. Like my client just lost his father-in-law and I like was texting him all week. And I'm like, I hope like then on the backside of my mind, I was like, hope his wife doesn't think this is inappropriate but like you know i'm like i'm thinking about you guys like hey they're in florida i'm like just let me know you know if you need anything and he came in on monday and i was like i just been thinking about you and your family and then i start crying i'm like i don't even know your dad i was like i'm just letting you know death is very hard for me so i mean it brings up a lot of memories and you know and some people are taken from you so early but i mean just checking on people when they go through something is just just nice you know just asking how people are I feel like I always end class and like the other day I was ending class that I was coaching and I was like okay I got your eyes homework you need to compliment someone today I was like because you don't know what that's going to do to their day like it could just turn it around you know stuff like that so I try to like say stupid things like that I was like I know you guys laugh at me but and you're dying right now but think there are people who can't do this you know so it just yeah. You mentioned you went to you you went to therapy? Yeah, just you, recently. You still going? Um, I am not going. I did see her um a couple times like through the wedding planning and stuff like that cuz it's you need like an un, unbiased, you need just need that person. And I didn't realize when I went there um how much I like needed it, how much it like just lifted and she just looked at me and she was like, you should have been here sooner. Like, you know, you needed it, you know, and you don't know. And like back, um, I just had a friend who her husband passed away. He was 43 and he passed away and he has three children. And she was like, what should I do? I said, you need to start therapy. I said, because you don't understand. It's not just like they're going there and coloring and they have to pick out shapes. Like they get to go there and talk and express themselves. I was like, wish I would have had that, you know, just of being able to talk to somebody. Cause everybody's just like, it's going to be fine. He's in a better place. And it's like, it's not what I need to hear right now. Like I need to hear that he should be here. He sh- doesn't need, this is the better place. Like being with me is the better place, you know? And I didn't realize that that's, you know, something you could get from somewhere or you could go to a group, you know, you know, that just wasn't, I feel like heard of 21 years ago. So, but yeah. I have one question for you on, um, you said that you dated a guy who's bad for you. Like, um, how do you like, did it in the middle of it? Did you know, like, were you like, Hey, like, I, I mean, I know looking back, it just seems like 
you're so awesome. You should, you, you give off the presence. I meet you and you're like, yeah, like I'm just taking no shit from nobody. Like, <laughs> you know, like I know I'm awesome. Like, and, and, hmm. and so uh, what was, I guess my, my question is like, what did you know during the time that you're like, ah, this is bad, but you know, whatever. Or was it something that you just, you didn't know what was going on or like. So, um, I felt at that point, like that's where I was supposed to be because that's where I was being told and Hey, do this, whatever else. I don't want to say anything else, but like I was in a place where I did think it was good. Um, because I wasn't in the right state of mind. I might've been on a few things or something along those lines, but like nothing like crazy, but it was just like, we would always be like drinking or, you know, stuff like that. And it, it wasn't like, I wasn't like doing anything hard stuff or nothing like that. Like, I don't know how to say like, but you know what I mean? Like it was just that type of atmosphere. So it was like, this is what you did on a daily basis. And like, this is what it should be. And the person's in your ear, just like, you know, manipulating you. And I just always felt like I would be that person where it was like, oh, you're strong. You'll never be in this type of relationship. Like you got this. And then I just think of, I wanted something. And then I feel like him telling me like, oh, your mom doesn't want you around anymore. Like, you know, and I will, I was yearning for that male figure, even though he was, he was the same age as I was, but I was wanting a male figure in my life. My brother wasn't there. I didn't have it. I didn't know where to turn. And he protected me. Um, There were air quotes there. Um, But it was like, he, he did, he seemed to protect me. Like he was always telling me how he looked out for me. He would, you know, it was like one of those yo-yo type relationships. And, um, I think, um, of when it was like an eye-opening point, um, I had actually gone away and I was in my friend's wedding all the way in Arizona and I found some information out and I was just like, oh my God, he's hundreds of miles away and he can't get to me right now. So I was like, this was my whole Like, I I was like, he can't get to me. Like, this is, this is good. Like, he doesn't know where I'm at. He can't get on a plane. He can't get in a car and he can't drive to me. And I was like, I felt unbelievably free. Mm. And I didn't have that. And I, my friend turned my phone off. I had a cell phone back then. It was a flip phone. I don't know if you know. I did have one of those. It was no, but I had the phone and it flipped down. Yep. It wasn't like a flip open. It was just, it just, just the mouthpiece flipped down. Okay. Yep. Yep. Just flip this part down. This is like this. Yep. Just this little (laughs) lip came down. She was using her fist and then popped out a pinky. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right there. That's meme quality stuff. What what year was this? So I was. My first ever phone was the Nokia brick. You remember what I'm talking about? Oh, yes. well, yeah. Obviously. Yeah, the one with the, the rectangle with the little, yeah, with the buttons. But then you could just chuck it and it would just would be indestructible. Yeah. I mean, this one was, a, it was a tinier phone though. It was like the new Sprint phone. Uh, like I had Sprint. I didn't have the slide down one. Oh yeah. The like the sidekick. Yeah. 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 That was way, that was like 10 cell phones from mine. So your later. friend took the sidekick away. So the sidekick. Yeah. <laughs> so she took my phone and turned it off. 
And she was like, let's go. And we were like, it was, we were still down there for the wedding. The wedding already happened. We were still had two more days. And I just, we just hung out. We hung by the pool. I didn't hear anything. I called my mom from her phone or the hotel phone, whatever. And I told my mom what I did. And my mom's super excited. She was like, you just have to stick to this. And then I got on the airplane and... (laughs) Oh, no. I don't know how my phone got turned on, but I was that person on the airplane where my phone was ringing. And I don't know. I don't know how. And I had to turn it off. And it was him calling me. But when I got home and I turned my phone back on, my mailbox was full. And I had like mm, 50 voice messages. Maybe some of them were super sweet and telling me that he loved me, couldn't wait for me to get home. And then the next message was basically like, he's going to kill me and he better not know where I'm at. And like. And it was like, I love you so much. And it was going back and forth. So I listened to all them and I let my mom listen to them. And she was so fearful and um, we locked all the doors. I didn't leave. And then he came to the house and I was like, don't ever come back. And that was literally the end. And it was the most exhilarating thing I ever did in my life entire life like this weight was just like lifted I felt good I hadn't been in like this whirlwind of his for five days and like I came home and like my mom's like do you see what's happening like you need to figure this out you do like basically she was like you got to make this decision like this is up to you yeah and so then I did and then I started walking five miles a day and I was going to the Groveport Rec Center and like hopping in the pool <laughs> and the doggy paddle. So I mean then I started going back and taking care of myself and eating right and not doing all the things that him and I did together. And so yeah, it was it was it was pretty it turned out to be good I got a lot healthier. Yeah. So And then I never, I never in my right mind ever thought I was going to meet somebody. I thought I was, I thought I was going to be single for the rest of my life. Like I was like, well, I'll just have a baby by myself and like, I'll do this. And then in walks Brandon and then (laughs) then there he is. So, so, so then, so like at this point, um, you said, so you, you brought up a point where you went to college so at this point you stopped going to college, mm-hmm. right? And then you got this uh, sports bar job. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you know what shade on the canal is? Oh, shades, yeah, of course. That was my Great first shade. bartending job. Was that shade on the canal? When did you stop working there? Okay, well I'm forty one. Why is everything we're full around? twenty probably twenty three years ago. I mean, I was uh, twenty three. You were twenty three. So when you started or stopped? I would say when I stopped, because oh. you know, maybe 22. I think I worked there for almost two years. Maybe it was 23. Never mind. Sorry. I, so there was a part of me that was like, oh, my gosh, I used to go shades all the time. Yeah, I was there a lot. Unless your um, mama took you there as a child. Like, like yeah. young, and like then, and then, swaddling cloth. Yeah. I so I just, it had, like, to, be be, well, it had to be because if I was if I was 23, that made you how old? I don't know. Four. Four. 
It's shade's been around for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. My mom my mom just took a, a flight from Malaysia. Uh, Sorry. Wait, wait, so go in one back like I guess the reason the reason I asked you that question is that I, I it seems like you went through like, there's a lot of yellow lights. Like, oh hey, I'm gonna like ah, we're gonna go through this light, and it may not. But it was in a red light. It wasn't like yeah. wow, this is a this is a showstopper. It's like no, we're gonna do this. It's gonna be okay. And then you finally got to a spot where you're like, hey, no, like this is yeah. like this is en- enough's enough. And I and I guess I just wonder like. So the girl who turned my phone off when I was in Arizona was the same girl that did my hair for my wedding. Yes. <laughs> Yes. That's I don't I know if she would ever remember that. And I don't ever bring it up because that was such a rough time. But she was, she flew out there to do everyone's hair for the wedding. And then she ended up doing my hair for my, I was like, hey, do you want to come do my hair? Like yeah. she wasn't my stylist or anything. I was just like, I think this should be you. Yeah. But yeah. So. Oh, no, that's fantastic. Jesse, shout out to Jesse. Shout out to Jesse. She's at Canal Winchester. Oh, yeah. You know, I worked at Canal Winchester's uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Canal Winchester. Did you manage that place? No, I just shook wings. Oh, so you were in the back. Yeah, I was definitely in the back. Canal's the Indians, right? Yeah. Yeah, go Indians. I had to think about that for a second. Um, (laughs) I've driven through Canal Winchester. That's about it. (laughs) Felicia, I was going to say, Canal now, like, Uh, is booming. It's always there. Booming. It's insane. Canal's booming now. Cause yeah. Yeah. I won't even go. Booming. Um so you <laughs> Yeah, that booming. <laughs> We've got a great time. We've got like hours. I just listened to a four hour long Joe Rogan podcast. I'm ready. Not I'm ready. Um gosh. So you're one day at the sports bar, you know, making someone a lemon drop martini. <laughs> Right. You're, you're, you're having the time of your life and in walks brandon yeah it's brandon is was he like a does he come in often or no that's the, the first time I, that's the first time i ever seen him so he walked in so his friend was dating a girl i was working with and at this time i was working with kate long singer so at 10 o'clock i was to eat Raw broccoli and tuna fish. This was my 10 o'clock meal. <laughs> this is my 10 o'clock meal. Garlic and herb tuna packet, by all means. So yeah, I'm in there and I chewed. Yep. Star kiss. Was that what? Yep, that's yeah. what it is. Like, Not a sponsor. Like, yep. It up and and I would put oh, it yeah. in there and I ate the raw broccoli. That was my meal at 10 o'clock because I would, would be up and I would get another meal at 1 because I would be up to almost, four, almost yeah. 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning at some yeah. nights. So... It was time for me to eat. This girl that I was working with gets off work, sits on the other side with these guys. So, I mean, I'll talk. I mean, it's my job. So, and there really wasn't anybody in there. So I'm just eating broccoli and fish and like not giving two shits. Like, hey, you know, what's going on? And like, I thought he looked really familiar. And then like, we just started talking. And then I go down, I chug some water. I was a, I'm a huge person on five gum. Have you ever had five gum oh, in yeah. the blue packet? If you had five gum in high school, you were like the cool. Yeah. So <laughs> I would chew that stuff nonstop because you know, my breath Cold at that bowl. point. Yep. Yeah. was not good. I was <laughs> yeah. not good. So I like smack around this gum talking to Brandon and I was like, Oh, I was like, you know, we probably know some of the same people. So this is, we get on Facebook. And we just started looking at things. And I was like, oh, my God, we have like 50 friends in common. Like how we've never met. But 
lot of them were a lot of bar people that, you know, you met. And um, I was like, oh, you should just be my friend. And I just like add a friend and he gets a big eyes. And then, oh, how is yours going off? Oh, yours just goes off at two. two. Mine goes off at one. We don't need a timeout. Right? Don't we need a timeout? Yeah, we need a timeout. Audience, we'll be right back from this love story. Audience, we're back. <laughs> that's I. That's a fantastic story. Yeah. Audience, uh, once you become a platinum member of the Patreon, <laughs> you'll be able to witness <laughs> the incredible story we just heard. I think that was <laughs> some of the best, actually. That was an all timer, right oh, up there with the baby ducks. Oh, oh we know no. baby ducks. Those that was recorded. I have that yes. somewhere. Um, have to release that no, somewhere. I'm not releasing this story. You have to release that. So no, no. everyone <laughs> wants to know what happens in the love story, right? Oh, the so love you story. click, you click, be my friend. Oh, oh yeah, okay. there we go. We're back. Big eyes. We're Tell back. Tell me about those. He was, <laughs> he was just like, he just gave me that look, like, oh, she just added me as friend. Mind you, he had a couple IPs at this point, and. If he sits there and he'll, if he was sitting right next to me, like, that is not how this happened. Like, he'll, he'll correct me. And he tells me I'm the worst oh, storyteller, like, ever. <laughs> so, um, I click on it. And then, so the people he's with are like, you need to ask her to go out. You need to ask her to go out. And I'm like, mm, okay, whatever. And then the girl's texting me at the same time that I work with. And she's telling me that he's going to ask me out. And I'm like, oh, but he's been drinking. You're coming into the bar. Like. I'm too old for this shit. Like, you know, I just, I just don't know. So he ends up saying something. He's like, we should go have dinner or drink sometimes. I was like, you can Facebook message me. Like, it's fine. Like, and so the next day he does. And it was like all downhill oh, from he, that. He asked you and then you said. I said, yeah, maybe. Cause he had been, he had a couple oh, okay. drinks. Like, it's like, not like it's a, a policy or a, of anything of like the bar. I just, am like. You know, I wasn't drinking. I don't know, like, mm-hmm. what how it stayed he's in. So he had asked me to go do something. And my friends who uh, just got married and they met at the filler, got engaged at the, the filling station is where I worked at. And um, they were having, they, like, rented out the place. And they were having a reception for the people who didn't get to go to Mexico. Like, hey, come party with us. And, like, they got a band or a DJ and did a bunch of stuff. So I was like, why don't you come to that? So we always call that like our half date. So he slid into your DMs. Yeah, he did. Yes. <laughs> he so he ended up coming to that and we ended up like drinking. Um, we had a couple too many drinks. My I would take Zevia to the bar and I'd mix it with my vodka. Yes! <laughs> Zevia. Zevia. Not yep. sponsored. Yep, not sponsored, but I would mix that. And so we end up like hanging out and the first thing i remember is there's a justin timberlake song that's on trolls i can't stop this feeling yeah it just yeah yeah just it just came out and i was like yes and i like started to dance and he started dancing with me in the middle of this place that doesn't have a dance floor i was like oh okay and he was like moving his hips i'm like yeah i'm in like hey (laughs) was he a good dancer he is he's a great dancer he doesn't He's like doesn't really like to get out and dance, but he he can dance and it's it's, it's pretty sexy. Like he's he's a good dancer. Like he's a sexy dancer. Well, like you know, I'm saying like for a woman to see that and see a guy uh, who dances, that's one thing I need. I need you to make me laugh. I need you to keep me on my toes, and I need you to dance with me. Hmm. And he does all of those things. Um, wow. 
Yeah, so shout out to Brandon. Yeah, he's he's great. Noise, 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 Ross. But yeah, so that's how we met, and then the following week, I I only had certain times off, so I was like, hey, I'm off on a Tuesday because that was really basically my days off. So I was I was like, yeah, if you want to ask me out, I'm off on this day. So he does. And it's probably the best first date I've ever been on. And so I'm talking to my mom on the phone and she was like, where are you going to meet him at? And I said, well, he's going to come pick me up. And my mom's like, what? He's picking you up at your house. And I was like, <gasps> was like, oh, my God, I got to cancel. Like, I got to cancel this date. Like, he's coming. She goes, he already has your address. And I was like, oh, my God. And then like five minutes later, he's knocking on the door. I was like, he's here. I got to go comes in I was like yeah I'm ready you know and I like don't have anything great on but you're kind of like one of those girls like oh yeah I'll be realistic. like hey I live alone this is great just let the guy in the house and I live alone <laughs> um but so we go on this date and he was in the middle of getting a new car so he had sold his car picks me up in his dad's dually truck this big ass Dodge truck Pulls up and like hits the thing. And I was like, oh, my God, this is yours. And he was like, he goes to explain. I was like, hell, yeah. And I like run to the passenger <laughs> side. And I was like, what are we going to run over? Like, let's. <laughs> I was so intrigued. And I get in and it's like spotless. I was like, you sure this is a car you drive? Like, it's just spotless. And we pull up to the restaurant and we valet. He gets out and gives the keys and I like go up to the valley. I was like, you have fun with that. Like, I was like, did you check the mileage before you gave it to like Ferris Bueller, like in downtown Dublin, giving this dually truck to this little kid? Yeah. And then we go in, we eat dinner or he orders a bottle of wine. Where'd you guys go to eat? We went to Oscars in downtown Dublin, which we went to for our sixth anniversary, which was not the same. It wasn't as good as I think I remember, but, um, I was on this kick where I would always say, I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. And, um, he would say stuff and he would, he would give, he would always dish it just like I would like, so he was always giving it back to me, but he ordered a bottle of wine. And then I think he like goes to the bathroom and I pick up the cork and I look at it and on the cork, it says, sorry, I'm not sorry on the bottle of wine that he ordered. And I was like, I'm going to fucking marry this guy. I was like, this is crazy. I was like, none of this has happened. And like, we have a great dinner. We talk and then um, we go out and we have a drink afterwards. Then he, you know, drops me off at home. Like he came up for a little bit. Nothing like happened. We like talked. Like it was just great. Like we would talk for like four hours on the phone where I had to like charge my phone while I was talking. Like we would just get to know each other. And um, it was it was great. I was like. He had called me one time and I was like, this guy's, who's this guy calling people? Like, he's like, I was like, why are you texting me? Like, why are you calling me? And then it's not that old. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So then it was all downhill from there. Like we, you know, and I always, I always just wanted to see him all the time, but I was so busy. His schedule was busy. And then like that Friday, I was like, Hey, why don't we why don't we go to lunch? And he thought lunch was like where I was going to be like, I don't think we should see each other. This was great. But he like thought this wasn't working out. And I was like, no, I was like, I just like to eat. I was like, so I figured <laughs> we could just hang out. Like there's two things I like, you know? <laughs> so, but yeah, 
after that, it was all downhill. We were basically together ever since. So then he finally asked me to marry him five years later, six years later. When did we get engaged? When I was 40. So five years later. Yeah. Which is a whole other story, too. So he's like on it. He like research things. He thinks things through. He like his best man gave a speech and called it the B Ross um, hem hall because he's like got to think things through. He's got to figure it out. And basically, like he figured out that he wanted to be with me, I guess, after okay. six years. <laughs> but yeah, so you found your best friend. I just, I, I did. I, I just, I'm enjoying this. I just, I'm David like, is so happy right now. I am. He's Unbelievably happy right now, beaming with joy. Like I just, I just really enjoyed that. Yeah, I'm just really happy for you. So I went from one part of my life thinking I was just going to be single for the rest of my life, and I was to that point where I was like, I'll accept this. Like you know, I mean, I have family, I have friends. I was always doing things. I was never really like bored. And then I went to meeting someone who I was like, I don't know if I could survive without him. Like you know, so it's a gr- it's a great feeling that I never thought I would have or enjoy so much yeah. so and you walked into it being unapologetically yourself yeah right? like this is what you're getting you're like, I'm sorry having... i'm not sorry like, yeah <laughs> that's basically it i'm like here i am and yeah i this isn't really a date but i've got broccoli and tuna. <laughs> i'm sitting there just like, just like so what do you do like <laughs> let me just eat this and that's fantastic yeah oh my gosh where are you where are you in brandon in five years. Oh. I know you guys Western just got like Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> Boom. Um, R.I.P. Groveport. R.I.P. Rest in peace, Groveport. Westerville's got a wreck. Westerville, they do. <laughs> yeah. Their wreck is insane. Yeah, um, I don't know. Hopefully we'll have um, a couple more Frenchies and um, maybe, maybe we'll have a kid. You know, God, God willing, as my grandma would say. Yeah. She has a, he has a plan, but mm, we'll see. I mean, that'd be crazy. Still coaching? Um, probably. I mean, I really enjoy it. I mean, I just enjoy people, um, in general and helping and watching people grow and like, just, it's just, it's like they're your babies and then they just like grow up and then they're like deadlifting 400 pounds and you're like, what the, you know, it's kind of like being at the gym too. Like when you see yeah. people so young and they just like develop and you're like, they're passing you now. Why did you help them? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's really, I was it actually is. thinking about that all my way here. Like mm-hmm. thinking about people who have, like Andrew came to mind. I was like, I remember when like he could. He looked like a fish out of water on a bullet bar, and now he's like Saturday. He was stringing together his chest bar butterfly, was, butterfly, so smooth. Yeah. I was like, "What?" And he can do muscle ups now, and it's like, "Oh, well, baby's all grown up." Oh, we do, baby, baby Andrew. Yeah, he's he still really is grown a baby. Up. <laughs> he's really grown up. Yeah, he's got big muscles. Yeah, but yeah, he's yeah. Nice. It, but it was like a great feeling. It was yeah. like I thought it would be like upset about it like oh man i should be better than that like no yeah. that's exactly what it you know i raised you up to supplant yeah. me andrew good job yeah mm. 
it's it's definitely it's nice it's fulfilling mm-hmm. but from the uh like before we move into the beef section i do want to like i feel like i want to ask you about fitness because like you coach right and are you like a nutrition coach mm-hmm. and like a fitness coach and like life coach <laughs> i um, feel like i'm a life coach sometimes <laughs> you are kind of um, a coach do you have a like three principles you live by like like if we were like hey we want to take the you know e ross like um you know get bodied 30 second class what would you sell us i would definitely say to be honest okay so and you got to be be <laughs> i would just i'm trying to think of what i would tell you number 1 would have to be be honest like no matter how hard it is um, you have to learn to say no and you have to, um, I would say be loyal. So like not saying like, you don't necessarily need to be loyal to that person, but you need to be loyal a to yourself and what you believe in. And I guess to that person, I mean, I feel like those are all qualities I carry in my relationship. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm super loyal, which is a fault, but then I'm honest and that's a fault. And the good thing and the bad thing sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, don't ask me if you didn't want me. Yeah. I think that's it. What was my other one? Learn how to say no, which that's what Brandon helped me with is yeah. saying no. Cause I was, a, I'm a super yes person. I'm like, yes. Oh, you want me to do this? Yes. You want me to pick up this ship? Yes. Do you want me to cover this class? Yes. And then until I got in the relationship with Brandon's like, you learn to say no. And then when I do say no, it's like, to certain things. And it's like, well, why'd you say no? I'm like, well, you told me I should start saying no more often. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I'm uh, like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> or no, that's not a good idea. So if we step into the fitness 30 second get body class, what would you teach us there? David's wondering for himself. Yeah. He what wants we, to know how to get better in 30 seconds. Do you have a silver bullet to get better <laughs> in 30 seconds? No. Okay. <laughs> Is this you getting better at saying no? <laughs> but fitness wise, no, but you have to be. I would I would say you have to take care of your body. One, I think that's definite. Meaning, uh, physically, emotionally, the three things that are important to me, not just with like lifting, and I feel like that I've paid attention to over the years of with myself is I sleep, Mm -hmm. I drink a gallon of water a day and I, um, eat clean. I try to watch what I eat. I know I brought you guys cookies and that was not very nice (laughs) of me telling you to eat clean. And I didn't have one. I know. I noticed. But I'm saying like, yeah, I think whatever you put into your body strong. is what you get out of your body. So, which I never really learned. Like when I was working so much, I would like go to bed at three 30, I'd get up at nine 30 to eat at 10. And then I would still go work out at noon where my body really hadn't recovered from the job I was just doing last night to actually physically transform myself. So, I mean, you, I think you get what you put into it for sure. Like I definitely Brandon hates that. I like to sleep a lot. And that I can, I just think you're, you know, and I drink a lot of water and then I eat. So when I tell you, we eat the same things, like 
exactly <laughs> the same things like every every day of the week. That's awesome. Except Saturday we'll like eat pizza or something. Yeah. yeah. But it's just it's easier and I feel like as I get older that I have to do that because my body doesn't recover like when I am Shar's age. I don't bounce back so gracefully. Age of five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're gonna fill those cookies tomorrow, but I think it's worth it. Oh yeah. I mean, it'll be great. Yeah, it's gonna be. It was just a couple right. cookies. Yeah, it's just a couple cookies, but I just worth. I just feel like five is a couple. It wasn't five. It was three. I think you ate five. I feel dinner was pretty clean though. It was good. Dinner was really good. I appreciate it. I liked it. Pleasure is mine. Three does not equal five. I didn't do the chicken though. That was Mr. Oh, it was I good. Five. Wow, I thought you. Did I did the sides. Nah, um. Good. Okay. Let's start pushing P. Oh. Push and pee. Or push, or push I'm and sorry pace. I didn't um, do your pet peeve. I didn't. I didn't do the pet peeve. I know what your pet peeve is. One of them. No. Oh, because I'm wearing a sweatshirt. No. This. So am I. No. Oh, I was no. like, oh it's man, I'm that. always in a hoodie. Uh, Dude, my sweatshirt is a car. Look at this. It's got two pockets. It's got a pocket inside a pocket in which I put my little gem so pocket. Had little look, nuggets look, in there. Look, what's been pushing me? Had some cookies in there. Had some cookies in there. Um. All right. What? You're already laughing at me. Oh my god! I'm just, I'm just never a fan of yours. He's like, like, oh, pushing peeves. I'm gonna pull up the list. I know. I have my list. Oh. Might as well have like a little book. Like all right. Book. You so, should have a notebook. So I should. Write I heard them that. Down. Like, you should. Like we can sell it. Handwritten. 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 Yeah. Um. So this is something that has been. Uh, uh, so in life, I think it's really important. And this is something I've learned to just in life, get rid of the dead. Like Skin? If there's anything, get the dead away, like get the dead out. So if there's something, if there's like, you know, a behavior in your life, that's like not like dead for you, weight or like, or if there's like a, um, a person in your life who is just like toxic. Yeah. Get rid of that. Like, so, so there's, it's an overarching theme, but this, there's one, there's something in particular. And you guys, you guys know, I like plants and stuff. Yes. So whenever I see like, in and like a, some sort of landscape, whether it be like business, residential, like something like that, I see a dead plant there. I want to burn down the house. <laughs> like, I, yeah, arson. I will commit arson. Like, if Luke sees something dead in your life, you, you're getting burned out. You're getting burned. It's not you. It's, this is a toxic Karen. It's going to ruin your life. You see that? Rosalia right there is going to ruin you. No, I'm, I'm speaking specifically of plants where, where there's, and, and like, where my parents live, there's this tree that's been dead for like it's like it's a pine tree, so it's like oh. you can tell it's dead. Yeah, yeah. And it's been dead for like why months. Luke's gonna throw a Molotov. I've I've <laughs> contemplated burning just making it. those cocktails in his house. <laughs> yeah. Fine, but like whenever I see that, it's like you like clearly don't care. Like you you don't. I care. well, here's the thing. I think they care, and then they're like, "Let me figure out how much it is to remove this," and they're like. 
It's five hundred dollars to move this. Let's think about doing it's something else. It's like a seven foot tall tree. Somebody could just take that out, dig it out. Yeah, call it's me dead. over. I'm putting my football pads on. Yeah, but you yeah, don't know how big, you'll just, you how big the roots are. So actually, in fairness, we had three pine trees, one of which were dead when we moved this house. We took them all down. Me and Dusty. Yeah, we had a little CrossFit day, like functional fitness with an axe, and just yeah, knocked it down. There hey, you go. True story. Yeah. Can Luke hire you? True. You need to go. No wonder. His parents. <laughs> it's a deal. It's a steal right there. <laughs> but it just really bothers me when I see dead things and people, especially people's yards, where you're just like, Ugh. and it, and they're like sitting there. It just it's like you. if it if it's like you know a week, fine. Yeah. But if it's like years, and you're like, <laughs> guys, this thing has been dead sitting here for years. Get rid of it, okay? guys. If you see in the news. That someone burned a house down <laughs> with dead trees. <laughs> you know they left the dead tree, but they burnt the house yeah, down. That's about right. It's Luda, it's Luda, Luda. It's Luda. Luda. <laughs> the statement being taken away. All that was said was they were asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> they had it coming. Um, and then this one, this one is more seasonal. Oh, and this double, is, oh yeah, yeah you got two because I heard uh, th- this, this happened very recently. So I, I love Christmas songs. I can play it in the gym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I play Christmas. Beyonce. Yeah. Not Beyonce. Stop it. Does Beyonce have a Christmas No, he thought Alicia- that Mariah Carey's, I, all I want for Christmas is free. Was Beyonce? Was Beyonce. Okay, bro, that's what? something fine. Most of the time, I'm some days. <laughs> Queen B, nah. Come on. Do not disrespect her. I didn't disrespect her. I was like, what's that Beyonce song? <laughs> and everyone's like, he kept what Beyonce it. song? I was like, like what's multiple it? people. He was like, all I want. And I'm like, what? Yeah, no, that's Beyonce. Mariah Carey. I think Andrew even said yeah. it was Mariah Carey. Yes, he did. Oh, Andrew. Andrew, you've gotten called out twice on this podcast. Yeah. No more. You're done. You're cut off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I love Christmas music. I love Christmas time. Since I was little... The song is Silent Night. Every time I hear it. <laughs> the, the, the song is your pet peeve? I hate the song Silent Night. Silent Stop it. Night. Stop it. Are you serious right now? Oh, oh my God. Oh, Sing with us. Oh, Get me out of here. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 Right now. Are you, wait, are you even impressed that we actually knew that? No. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Because it is totally inaccurate. Luke is officially standing on the couch right now. I have been, yes, I I stood up. His crotch is right by the mic. Yep, his crotch is (laughs) on the mic. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is, it's, it just does not... From a biblical standpoint, it makes zero sense. It was not a silent night. So why would you sing about something like that when it's Stormy not true? Stormy night. That was, I don't think it was <laughs> stormy, but it certainly wasn't silent. I was just trying and to so, give an ass. So every time, especially like at like Christmas Eve services and stuff, when they sing it, I, I don't sing it. Oh, I refuse to sing do it. Do you hold a candle though? When they, when they give you the little candle for the silent night song? Is that what I've never had that happen? To oh. I mean, I've held a candle at a service, but not for silent. Night. Extremely high decibel night. <laughs> it wasn't silent. Maybe that. Have you wrong. ever heard someone give birth? Uh, not yet. Okay. Well, when you do, you will understand 
why you got that YouTube song on is that? incorrect. Bring some up. Bring some up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hold on, I have Megan. He just pulled his phone out. Wait, Wait. What is Pantheon? Wait, is Pantheon? Alicia, what's been pushing your peeps this week? Uh, or just generally or just in your life? Um, there are a couple things I did go over. Brandon and I were like talking about, okay, I really hate, I hate, I just don't like how people in their turn signals leave them on when they're going on the exit ramp. So if they're turning on the exit ramp and they're turning, they leave it on. And I think it goes back to my mom because she would turn it on and she would never turn Mm. I hate it. So I do hate that. That that's one of my things. We've had a lot of driving pet peeves. We have. Yeah. I had a driving pet peeve this week. Yeah. Oh. That's and a good one though. My other one is like we all know what they're like doing. on the highway. They're still trying to turn the left. I will even okay, <laughs> so like it'll medium, go to the point know? where I will tell somebody that they have their turn signal on. You like it bothers up? me that much where I'm like, I'll go and I turn my turn signal on in front of them going the same way that they are going and if they don't turn it off I'm like motherfucker <laughs> I know you see this and I think you think I'm just getting over but your turn signal is on I don't like That's that I think we should have like in car radios where you can like radio cars around you or just like have a I just need a horn and be yeah, like a bullhorn bullhorn be like turn off your blinker lady what what car how do you still have your driver's license no, that's yes not right. yes maybe it's not even a horn maybe maybe cars need to start having like little write up displays no they don't need to read because then they're gonna be like this they're already, texting. Yeah, they're, already texting. they're already texting and driving they can't read two things at once Mm. That's true. They can't text and drive. You, they can't read, text and drive. Do you have any other pet peeves? Um, I'm a big believer on putting stuff back where you got it from. Oh. So just working in the gym and I just think it's laziness sometimes. Um, of just not putting something back or like putting it in front or even, you know, at home or like something. You got to put it back where you got it. I'm a big person of that and i will if i don't put something back out actually like just think about it like i took a marker from the gym and i brought it back today i felt so bad like stuff like that like i was like i did not put this back where i got it and i sat it in front like of all my stuff so i remember <laughs> but i hate when people do not put stuff back where it belongs like is just this a pet peeve put it back. that brandon does no this is literally like almost 90% of the people that go to my gym where I'm like having to go in and mm. put stuff back, they leave stuff out. And it's like, oh, yeah. I'm not your mom. Yep. Like, Oh, it just makes me so angry. That's one. Well, I just think most, like 97% of my life peeves other people. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you do that? Oh, I mean, not intentionally. <laughs> See, like like, I just think because people are like, oh, somebody else will get that. That's what I feel like. And then that somebody else is me. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, so I'll even take a picture of it and be like, did anybody forget to put this person, this item back in their home? Yeah. And they're like, and then people are like, oh, yeah, I left that out. And I'm like, I am not your mom. Put it away. Yeah. I have multiple texts to Sean. Of him leaving, just leaving things. Sean McClenahan. McClenahan. So just stuff all over the place. Your body. So I've got <laughs> like I've become more aware. So and like when uh like at first one this guy says you know the what the way you do one thing is the way you do everything, and and she's like this is why we put the 
put everything back. And, and so like this morning, I was like, I'm going to put my 50 pound weight like right back so you can see it. So easily people can say, oh, this is the 50 pound weight. And I'm like, yeah. And then like tomorrow, I'll just leave my mobile out. Like not intentionally, <laughs> just like I'll go home and I'll see online. Somebody be like, hey, David, you left your mobile out. And I'm like, sorry, that's I'm not intentional. Just got to think of something else and left it on the ground. So those wow. are good. I, I love those. Those are solid. Um, audience, we are going to defer the draft to <laughs> next episode due to time constraints and oh, yeah. some audience hated. <laughs> we'll figure that out. All right. So we're going to do two minute drill. Two minute drill. Ooh. Are you ready? I, I am. Are you ready for the questions Luke's about to ask you? <laughs> Let's get ready. To rumble. To rumble. Oh. What's your favorite thing about Brandon? Oh, that he makes me laugh. Would you rather have your tongue cut in half or have an ear cut off? I'll have my ear cut off because I have an ear left. Yeah. This is um what Enneagram number are you? Ooh. Eight? I'm an eight, right? Yeah. What's eight again? What's eight? Eight. The challenger. Okay. Just like cat. Um it's weird. I feel like cat and I are. Oh my. Loud noises. <laughs> stampede. Stampede. Um, Cardi B or Nicki Minaj? Ooh. Ah, Cardi B. Death row meal. You're on death row. What's your last meal? Oh, I would have Italian wedding soup made by my grandma because she rolls the meatballs oh, individually. Yes. Um, I would have her meatballs with ravioli and. The, the fat raviolis. Yes, the Barbie pillow raviolis that she makes because um, they're size of Barbie pillow. And uh, I would <laughs> you laughing at me. I would have, oh my God. Um, I would have a prosciutto and melon on the side. And then I think I would have a big bottle of wine. Oh, it's two packs of wine. Red. Is what? It's two packs of wine. Two packs. Two packs. No, unfortunately. I didn't mean to. No. David, your question. No. Go. Oh my gosh. I meant, it came out wrong. Just um, go. I was going to ask you a question uh, about your favorite CrossFit workout. Well, I would go with Diane. Yeah. If you could see another type of light, what would it be? Like, what like do you mean? Infrared or UV or X ray or radio. Ooh. I would be X ray. X ray. What is your. Favorite movie? Goonies. Goonies. <laughs> um, do you have an artificial or real Christmas tree? Artificial. What's the uh, um, billboard for the world to see? If you were to put someone on the billboard and the whole world could see it, what would you put on it? Probably a picture of Blanche. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> um, one Blanche last, is just my, a picture of Blanche. <laughs> Blanche is my Frenchie and she's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> One last thing. If you had to cook a meal for Gordon Ramsay, what are you cooking? Ooh. There's chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate chip cookies. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what I'm good at. I mean, you can put the chocolate chip cookies in there if you'd like. Okay, we'll serve those first. <laughs> okay. I think people sometimes should have dessert first. Yeah, I'm a totally so... Before I came here, I ate an ice cream sandwich. 
Oh my god. I did too. <laughs> We've been on this kick for I so know. long. Oh my god. <laughs> It was an appetizer. Uh, it was a small let's one. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. It was, okay. it was only 100 calories. <laughs> um, let's see. Maybe a... Let's go with a ribeye, mac and cheese. Um, and I'll go with green beans mm. with a Caesar salad. Um, yes, that's it. Wow. And a lemon drop martini. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that is good oh man hey i wanted to say thank you for being on here oh. because i don't get to see you i didn't get to answer any of those questions you guys sent me in because i talked too much no that's what we want <laughs> no that's but, also like every podcast oh, yeah. i was like i did not answer anything no but thank you and thank you for letting us into your life oh, and sharing welcome. that because that's i mean it's it's not only is it great for us but like listeners as well we're just like hearing that they aren't alone and some and stuff yeah so that's really good and i uh i know i i call you old a lot but, <laughs> yeah but i it, it is really um inspiring actually to see what you are what you do at the gym and and how you're, oh, that's it's nice. so great to be your friend. He's only saying that because I beat him in the workout today. No, no oh. she did sit up. She didn't do the ups. I didn't even know it was an option. So she that's lied. what Tori said too. No, she I hit R- I hit RX. I hit RX. I did she not hit RX lied. plus. And I said thirty five pounds and sit up. But she did beat me anyway, so it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. By he was lot. like, "You still would have beat me," and yeah, I was like, "I was like, what the hell's Katie doing?" He's like, "V ups." I was like, "That's an option," but it was. It's a thing. It was a core workout anyways like yeah. i was sore yes anyway um, but thank you you're welcome and I, I love you and i appreciate you oh thank you i hope i did a good job you did incredible i do have one <laughs> uh, a quick thing to add to during dinner we were uh heading down to the studio um and i asked you i was like do you think your life is like a like a movie or something i don't remember what i asked you um, love story it's like a love story. a love story but i I really do think it is like, like I would totally watch that movie, you know, like the incredible moments of you figuring out your life and through the hardships and you discovering yourself and how much you've grown up and even seeing that, like, man, my, my life is hard, but I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm figuring it out and look where you're at now. So it, yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun listening to you. And there was also a moment where you said you were talking about like your, your friends that were like kind of bullying you or whatever. I think you said like, I don't know if I'm a, I I don't, I think you just threw it out there. Maybe audience go back. Um, but you were like, I don't know if I'm a good person or a nice person or something, but I'm like, that's totally are like you care for people. David, I think said it best. You're a life coach. Um, but you just love people really well. So there is a question that you asked me and it was like, what would you tell your 20 year old self? Even though like I didn't, but I had like a completely different answer. It would be to save your money. Mm. <laughs> like I keep wanting to emphasize that to everybody. Like if you're 20, you save your money. Well, you do finance, but yeah, I if you have know a that. finance course, I don't think I can save this due to compliance, but um, <laughs> guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Yeah.